Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Perry tour dates 
Uh, I am on tour with the No More Mr. Nice Guy tour right now. Headed out to Baltimore this weekend at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. And then um, the week after that, we'll be in Arlington, Texas. Uh, that's the Dallas area. And then we go to Memphis the week after that to the Chuckles Comedy House. It's going down. Chuckles. <laughs> I promise you, it's going to be crazy. And uh, so go to the website, RodneyPerry.com, for all the Rodney Perry information, everything that, that we got going on. And also, I wanted to pose a question today. The uh, The question of the day question of the day is this let me go and pull it up because you know i got to thinking i was like man you know uh we as adults as grown-ups you know uh, the question is this what do you know now what do you know now that you wish you knew when you were younger like what do you, what would you tell your younger self if anything you know some of us you know believe in the fact that you know as we live this life everything happens for a reason what would you tell your younger self to help him or her along their way uh that's the question of the day um and uh, this is Rodney Perry you're tuned in to Rodney Perry live let's get right into the show man let's bring him on the line you heard a bit of the song uh, um, the song March Man, which is an amazing piece. He's been on the show before. Welcome again, my man, George Tandy Jr. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, man, I'm I'm great, man. I'm uh, I'm rested. Uh, I went I went out to Korea for a couple of about 13 days, and you know, wow. so I was upside down. You know, in terms right. of my sleep patterns. So I'm just getting back on my right sleep patterns. But uh, enough of that. George, what's happening, brother? Man, you know, uh, I'm loving life right now. Uh, congratulations to you. you. You stay busy. You know, it's very inspiring. Um, um, I'm just happy, man. I, I got my first project out, and I'm, I'm happy to be talking about it with you and, and, and your following. Man, man you, you not only have a project out, but it's out in a big way, dog. It's like um, a March is an incredible song, and once you delve into the whole uh, CD, you know, I'm old. I'd be wanting to say album. Once you get into this album, <laughs> right, it's, right, it's, right, right. It's, really, it's really a great ride, man. Was that something you did deliberately as you were putting this project together? Um, yes, actually. Yes and no. I mean, yes from the standpoint of uh, I wanted to make sure that there was a piece of me, you know, a piece of my life experience. You could feel my heart in the project. And um, I believe that if, when you put your heart into anything, it, it automatically takes people on a journey. So um, every song kind of takes you on a different type of uh, journey. It, it kind of creates a world of its own. So you're not just listening. You're actually having an experience, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think you're definitely achieving that, man. Uh, reading your bio, one word sticks out. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, you or your publicist get credit for coming up with it, but I just love the, the idea of soul alternative, uh, speak to what that is. And, and, uh, and, and is it something that we can look forward to seeing more from you? Uh, you know, I have to give credit to, uh, one of my colleagues, a musician, singer, songwriter, friend of mine, his name is Fuda. He lives down here in Florida. I live in Florida. Um, he came up with that term, and I kind of borrowed it, you know what I mean? I was like, people are going to automatically place you into some sort of genre, you know, it's the business, and um, right. people want to be able to know how to categorize you in certain ways, but I like that term 
because it frees me up in certain ways. The soul, obviously, when you listen to my music, it hits you right in the soul. You cannot avoid it, right? Yeah. And then the, the alternative part is kind of like leaving space, headspace for me to be able to experiment with different sounds and genre, genres of music that I like, you know? So it's, it's an attempt to keep me from being boxed in so that when I put something out, it still makes sense to people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. We talk, you listen to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to George Tandy Jr. Now, George, we got to give you the question of the day. Um, okay. What, what would you tell your younger self, if anything, to help him along his way? My younger self. What would I say to my younger self? Um, I would probably tell him to concern himself less with what other people thought and paid more attention to his own intuition and how he felt and what made him feel good about being alive so that he could uh, spend less time, you know, spend less time on that and be more productive, you know, and, you know, just kind of value his own life more so than other people's opinions. Wow, wow. Man, that's 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 really profound statement, man. I, I think we all go through uh, those ups and downs as young people you know, trying to find our way, and and you do care what other people think, and one day it's just you you go, you know what? I don't give a damn no more. <laughs> right. I mean, like to a degree, it's important to get people, but at the end of the day, you got to be happy with yourself. You have to know where your heart is. You have to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and I and I feel like I'm lucky. You know, I fortunately I had a group of people around me, and I still do that encourage me in the right direction. I think I would also tell myself to. Uh, probably uh do a lot better in school and <laughs> and <laughs> and uh taxes are important taxes are very important <laughs> you got to do your taxes as soon as you turn 18 do not uh ignore any of that stuff <laughs> wow wow well said hey let's talk about this because team tandy is big team tandy yeah. is growing by leaps and bounds talk who is it. Who is Team Tandy, your inner circle? Who is who is the five or between five and ten people that, that are your go-to? Oh, wow. Team Tandy, the original Team Tandy, that's that's my family. So it's, it's okay. about 50, 11 of us. It's about, <laughs> 500, <laughs> about 525 of us. No, um, it's my dad, my parents, uh, and my siblings. That's the, that's the core Team Tandy right there. And then okay. from there it just goes from my best friends and then and my team, I have an incredible team, Red Star um, Entertainment. You know, they've just been down with me. They believed in me from day one, from working at Starbucks to, like, doing Essence Festival. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Man, man what what has this ride been like for you, uh, George? Because, you know, I mean, it's, it's always interesting to me to watch an artist kind of seemingly come out of nowhere and – for the world to start really paying attention. What what is that like for you? It's incredible in a, in, in different ways. Obviously, um I'm an artist so I like, you know, all of us artists, comedians, musicians, we all like to feel validated. So the attention we get and the positive feedback we get when we're in the spotlight is pretty amazing. I'm I'm pretty sure you can attest to that on on a mm-hmm. grander scale than I can even really. And then and then but some of the more subtle stuff has been really getting to my heart, like like just the little moments that nobody really gets to see, only I get to see, you know? Like mm-hmm. when I see, like, off to the side, like like a kid hearing me for the first time 
and I see him kind of mumble in March. He's like six or seven years old, and he, wow. he doesn't know who I am, but something about the music gets to him, and it's like, you know, he comes up to me. He doesn't want a picture or nothing like that. He just wants to tell me something like he's good at basketball. You know, and it's just like wow. if I hadn't decided to do music, maybe that interaction and that opportunity to inspire him and be inspired by him, that probably wouldn't have happened. So it's like the little moments like that stick with me. What's the toughest part about being George Tandy Jr. right now? Uh, the toughest part about being George Tandy You know, I, we don't, nobody wants to hear about the tough. Let me think about this for a second. Ain't nothing, <laughs> ain't nothing to complain about. I woke right. up today, I'm, I'm walking on my own, I'm speaking to you, and I'm, able, and I'm getting paid to create. I can't, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I had, you know, I go to the gym a lot. I guess the toughest thing would probably be leg day because that thing will put you to sleep. <laughs> leg day, is leg day will painful, put you to sleep. But that's about it. I, I love it, man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. We're talking to George Tandy Jr. You can go to the website, georgetandyjr.com. Uh, he's active on his Twitter. He's active on his Instagram. And if you follow him on there, you will be a part of Team Tandy. He's at Team Tandy on both of those. And, of course, the Facebook is George Tandy Jr. Uh, how important is social media to to what, what you're building, man? Uh, very important. And I'm learning how important it is every day, you know. It, it's the music business, and numbers mean a lot. So uh, the more people that are following what's going on with me and actually speaking to each other about it online, the more uh, value my brand has. And, you know, that's basically the world we live in right now. So, And, and it's also cool because um, regardless, regardless of anything, I'm able to interact in a moment's notice to anybody at any time, which is something I don't think existed prior to all this social media stuff. I think there was a there was a level of mystique and a disconnect mm-hmm. between artists and fans. And now, you know, based on whatever you want to do, you can kind of create the vibe that you want with your fans. And I have the best. Team Candy is the best. I'm talking about, like, when they show up, you know they're there. I know I do this subtle, quiet music, but I'm not, like, that's not really my personality. And when they show up, it's like, <laughs> it's real, man. It's very real, and I appreciate all of them. Man, I, I see I see you're very, like, uh, uh, attached to your Instagram page and, and you're giving people the slice of your life. Um, right. Do, do you ever feel like it's too much? Uh, you know, it kind of depends on the day. You know, I, yeah. I, I try to do my best not to become, you know, dependent on it, you know, for every right. single form of expression. You know, I try to balance it out, put the Instagram down and call somebody and have a conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Like, remember yeah. when people used to do that, you know? Yeah, that's old like, school. Me- that's old school. Right. Yeah, old school is like eye contact, you know. <laughs> you actually look somebody in the eye. Really? For real? Uh, so, but I, I think that is cool because I'm able to share parts of my life with people that maybe they, they probably won't ever get to see, you know? And I'm also able to learn about a lot of people. You know, you just click on a picture and you're like, oh, that's what they're into or that's what's going on in their city and stuff like that. So it's just, it's all about balance. Everything is about balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, man, hey, you know what? The, uh, the the lines are lighting up. People want to talk to you, George. You want to take a couple of calls? Of course I do. Team Tandy is hitting us up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cincinnati, you're on George Tandy Jr., 
Man, I, dude, I, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing you live yet, but just to listen to your music, some people you go, I got to see that live. And and I, that's what I cannot wait to see is the live show. Oh, yeah. Just give me, what is the live show? What's, what is it like? Like, what do you create in those live moments? Oh, man, I'm telling you, uh, I'm, some, I'm, I'm very silly on stage. Like, I'm no comedian because if you ask me to be funny on purpose, it's not going to work out. But... <laughs> But 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 uh, I don't hold my tongue, so we have a lot of – I'm very engaging. You know, we have a lot of dialogue. But as far as the music's concerned, it's kind of like, at least as it stands right now, whatever you feel when you listen to the record live, multiply that by at least a 1,000. Because, wow. because I'm, I'm a collaborative artist. So when I have musicians around me, we're able to feed off each other and it just turns it, you know, one heart versus five hearts, putting it all into the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get so it. So it just turns into a whole, it's a whole nother thing. I can't wait for you to see it. Cool. I, I can't wait to see it, y'all. We're talking to George Tandy Jr. Um, the, the, um, the, the project is called The Foundation, which I think is an amazing title because you can't do anything without a solid foundation. And Absolutely. That's that's a great place to start. Uh, we, we tried to take a call earlier, and I got I got dropped off the damn line. So let's try it again. Cincinnati, you <laughs> on with George Tandy Jr. Yo yo hello. What's up, bro? Hello. What's going on? How y'all brothers doing today? We we doing very doing good, great. man. Yeah, just giving a shout out to George, man. Definitely that music and your inspiration, the words that you was just speaking, definitely is uh, definitely motivational for one, definitely inspirational for another. You know. That the, the grind is definitely hard, so I definitely appreciate, you know, the words that you spoke today on uh, Ronnie's show today, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Are you a musician as well? No, I do I do comedy. I'm a comedian. Uh, okay. Me and Ronnie Perry, yeah, we're friends on, like, Facebook, social media. Um, I go by Cuckoo Cow, uh, named okay. Cal, so definitely. Uh, Ronnie's hey, definitely listen. humble. Hey, so, hey yeah. listen, I'll I, I say this. I'll say this. If anything, it's hard Harder than music, it's comedy. So oh, anybody yeah. <laughs> who, whoever, because a comedian is getting up there, just them, their intention, and a mic, and that's oh, yeah. So, so I commend anybody who's going in that direction, man. You know, keep your head up and keep grinding. I appreciate that. Hey, hey Cal, uh, thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Carl King from Detroit, you on with George Tandy Jr. What's going on? First and foremost, Rodney, how you, bro? How you doing, young man? I'm doing real good. My question to George, I saw him at Tart Plaza this year, so I did see him live. Um, okay, okay, stop stop right there, Carl King. You explain to me the George Tandy experience, because you're officially Team Tandy right now. You know, you know that, that's, that's the whole point. As, as a writer myself, and that's what my question was going, it's just when I see somebody who can write in such a way, I just know where inspiration comes from. And, and that's just what it was. I, I mean, I sit in... I'm kind of a jealous person. I hate to say that out loud. But when I see people write certain songs, I'll be like, damn, I could have wrote that. You know, if right. I would have just been in that mind frame. I'm not a, a songwriter per se. I have written songs. I'm a playwright. But still, I just I write. And I, when right. I listen to his music, I, I love lyrics. So that's why I love Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, Prince, because you have to speak to me in words. I can I can get along the rhythm later because I'm keen in classical music. I love musical period, music, period. But the lyrics, I mean, I'm like, damn, where did that, where did that really come from? You know, did it really come from a good place? Because 
And that was my question. Have you ever written a song that came from a bad place, but people just took it as a great love song? Like the guy from 112 wrote Cupid, but he was mad at the girl when he wrote it, but no one ever took it that way. Oh, that's he a great wanted, question. He, he wanted to stab her with the Cupid arrow. Okay, hold, hold on. Let's let's let George answer that. George, uh, you, what's your what's your take on that? You know, I, um, on this first album, a lot of the things are, are are pretty positive. You know, but what it is for me is as soon as there's, I live my creativity. I feel like lives as writing is concerned, lives in the tension between opposing emotions. Mm. So like, so there's the moment where. You know, you're so deeply infatuated with a situation. It don't even have to be a relationship, just life in general. And then there's the there's battle that happens, that internal battle where it's, it, it, doubt is happening or you maybe you're not believing in the relationship so much. So I'll stay right there so that I can listen to that real dialogue that's happening to me, and then I put it in my own words. So however, however I'm speaking to myself, that battle that's going on internally, I, I stay true to that, and I put it on paper, and then I, you know, then I edit it based on, obviously, you only have four or five minutes, so you got to edit it, make it concise, but, you know, it could come from anything. I just try to make sure that it feels real and really me, you know, and I get you. Like, I've heard songs that I, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have wrote that, but I will never write someone else's song, and that's what I needed to learn, too, is, like, write your own song and let people resonate with that. Wow. You, you know, you know, as as a comedian, I, I think you know I, I have a similar journey in terms of creating. And I tell people all the time, I'm not a great writer, but I'm a really good reporter. Like I'm good at watching life and going back and reporting what I saw. And you know, sometimes I think as creative spirits, that's kind of the best way to go. Um, Reva from Maryland, you on with George Tandy Jr. Oh snap, Maryland. Yes, Marilyn. Hi, George, and hi, Mr. Rodney. Hey, hey how you doing? Good. I'm George Tandy, Jr. I am so pleasured at the opportunity to let you know personally how the foundation has affected my life. Wow. It has, in every aspect, from my romantic relationship to my relationship with my friends to my relationship with God and to wow. the relationship with myself, that album has literally become a soundtrack for my life, and I'm getting emotional about it right now. Wow. Um, it has just touched me in, in so many ways, and just as every other caller has said, the lyrics and the words that you choose to use and the way that you choose to make us hear those words have just have a, had a profound effect on me, and I, I'm just, I don't really have a question or anything. I just really am grateful for the opportunity to let you know that the foundation is truly a foundation, and I really hope that we get to hear a whole lot more from you real soon. Oh, wow, that means so much to me. Thank you very much. I don't even know how to respond to that other than, you know, just keep your spirit right where it is. That vulnerable place that it is right now, right where it is, where you're being honest with yourself, just keep it right there because that's when life really happens. And you need to stay positive. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Wow. Thank you for the call, Reva. Man, George, man, what's it like to hear that? You know, I mean, I mean, that was so sincere of her. It was not pretentious at all. And right. What does that do for your spirit to know that the thing you created in that quiet space now is really resonating the way it is? 
I'm, you know, I'll be honest with you, like, uh, it, it, it actually, it kind of brings tears, like, you know, I'm, you know, it kind of almost brings tears to my eyes because it's like, you know, I spent a very long time doing a lot of searching inside trying to, you know, what is my, what is, why am I doing this? Mm. You know, what is, what is this for? Like, obviously I have to make a living and obviously it's good to be, you know, feel validated for your, for your talent, but what type of impact am I going to make on people's lives? How, how am I contributing to the human spirit? And when I hear stuff like that, it, it just, you know, it's, it's just like confirmation. It's like, okay, I, I really did land on something and I, and I just need to continue moving in this direction because people need a source of hope and inspiration or just a source of freedom because not everything that I'm going to write is going to be inspirational, but it's going to be as honest as I can possibly make it and accessible for people. And it just feels great, man. Wow, man, you, you're, you're killing the game on so many levels. Um, his name is George Tandy Jr. Uh, you can check him out on his website and uh, that's georgetandyjr.com. And if you can be a part of Team Tandy on the Twitter and on the IG, he's at Team Tandy. Uh, and yeah. Facebook is uh, George Tandy Jr. The foundation is is dope, man. And um, thank you. I, I, I want to be more eloquent, but you know I'm old, so it's dope, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't work for me. <laughs> I appreciate you know. that. So I'm such a fan. I can't wait to rock rock out and see you live, man. And um, uh, of course, we had uh, Carl King call in and and tell us what it was like. So um, what's next, man? What's going on? What what? I'm sure you're touring and all that great stuff. Or or are you in the studio right now creating the next thing? Yeah, you know, I'm actually I'm I'm back in a creative space right now. Uh, we're working on getting on a tour with with a couple people. You know how negotiations work. I try to stay out of get I stay out of that. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm in a creative space. I just moved to a new spot, fortunately. Um, I'm in Fort Lauderdale, and um, okay. I'm just kind of like I'm training, really. My home is a training ground. I'm in the gym, and I'm writing, and I'm doing all that stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to putting out some more stuff. We're going to shoot a video for Jaded, which is the single that we're pushing right now. We're going to shoot, I think, sometime in December and uh, see where that goes and see some other single and just keep this movement going, you know? Hey, I love it, man. Well, how about this? How about you? You announced Jaded, and we'll play it officially right now. Um, uh, from from your lips to God ears, another hit record, Jaded. Absolutely. What's going on, everybody? This is George Tandy Jr. You're about to listen to my song, Jaded, fellas. If you want to get the girl back, please say something like this. It'll increase your chances. Thanks for calling in, bro. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. Faded away, what I 
trying to say, what I'm trying to say. You tuned in to Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. That was my man, George Tandy Jr. The name of the project is The Foundation. The name of the song is Jaded. And um, y'all stay right there. It's a Music Monday, and on a Music Monday, you got to have the best musicians, the best singers, the best people that do what they do. 
So, up next, my man, Tony Rich. The Tony Rich Project is in full effect. What? Stay right there. We'll be right back. No way, man. Yep. There's no way you can make that jump. Watch me. No. It must be like a 60-inch... Oh, Megawatt! What just happened? Three captain's bottles are available while supplies last. Megawatt happened. Hey, y'all. We're back. It's your boy, Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Dude, first of all, before I even bring this guy on the line, I got to tell y'all, I'm a Tony Rich fan. You understand me? Please believe... You know what? I'm going to just do this. I'm going to do this before I bring him on the line because I need to let him know that Tony Rich... It, I ain't just no casual fan. I'm, I'm, this is the real deal. Y'all stay right there. When we come back, I'm, I'm going to play the song. Because I got to play the song. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. I'm missing you 
knows by an incredible human being by the name of Tony Rich. Um, this is what you got to do, okay? When, when you got Tony Rich on your show, you got to make sure you get a proper introduction. Uh, Grammy Award winning singer, songwriter, and producer, please welcome to the show, Mr. Tony Rich. What's up, Tony? Hey, Rodney. How are you, Listen, man? I'm great. I want to start off with a confession. Okay. Okay, it's all this talk about who's, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I am Khloe Kardashian's daddy. (laughs) Wait a minute, it's not OJ? It's not OJ, it's me. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm that baby's daddy. So she Khloe Rich? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, (laughs) this is the thing, this is the thing, Tony. I believe you. Like, see, I know people think you're being silly, but you know what? You was around. You know, you was around during that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny. It's funny because I was just, I was like, you know, looking at the news, the internet. And right. I saw that. It's what they tell Khloe Kardashian's real father finally revealed. And I'm like, That's me. Hey, I did that. I'm that baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. First of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, My pleasure. You know, uh, I would like to take the um, I would like to take the um, responsibility for booking this show, and I, and 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 I would even I'm sure <laughs> Madeline Smith would like to take the, but I think that God Himself books my show because you don't get to talk to George Tandy Jr. and Tony Rich in the same day, and what I like about the reason I do this show is because I only talk to people I want to talk to. And right. I try to talk to the most authentic people, whether I know or not, that I can. And I, I, I don't I don't know you, Tony Rich, but I know you to be an authentic human being, you know. So right. speak to me about maintaining your authenticity throughout your career. Well, it's it's a secret. If you, I think for me, the way that I've maintained just what I always consider to be being very, very real is that, number one, 
I never believed the hype that goes around um, the promotion and the marketing of an artist. Once I stepped into that realm, um, I, I just never believed that. I never believed that okay, that I was better than the next guy. Because quite honestly, I got into the business. I didn't get into the business with the hopes or the intention of being famous. I just mm. wanted to. I just wanted to be. Um, I wanted to do my music, stay at home, and not really have to deal with a lot of people. Because I, I grew up a very. I was very anti-social. I wasn't really. A people person, except around my brother and my mom and my dad, but so, but I had to sort of like make a jump into this this whole social circle of being more in touch with people and communicating better, and it just became one of those things where so what I did was I kept people that I actually knew around me, like even still to this day, if someone if someone asks me about my celebrity celebrity friends, I name people that I actually know because I, those are the people that I celebrate, like right. you know. I don't really have any um, friends in the in the music business, like real friends, with the exception of Teddy Riley. Okay. You know, other other people I've met, and you know, you meet them in passing, and then you you know you speak, but you're not like really like real friends. Like Teddy and I talk all the time. Like we're, we're actually friends, you know. So that's how I've done it. Is that I I keep my focus. I know why I do music. You know, it's not like. I'm in it for any other reason than to express myself. I mean, I write songs to get these things out of my head so I have more space for new thoughts. Really. Got it. And that's that's the purpose. Man, you you, know? you you have you are you are responsible for, you know, so much music. Uh of course, you know, we have the Tony Rich music. But I mean, when you look at people like Boys the Men and Johnny Gill, TLC, Tony Braxton, Elton John, Michael Bolton, What's your love? Like, do do you love creating for Tony Rich or or for other people helping that, that what's more important to Tony Rich, the collaborative thing that that the the producing or uh, or creating for yourself? You know, it's funny you ask that question because the other day I was riding in a car in front of my car and I was I was singing and she goes, "What are you listening to?" I said, I'm listening to my favorite artist. So who is that? <laughs> said, me. <laughs> and it was, it was, it's some new music that I'm working on. And because, you know what, at first, now, when I first started out, this was, like, 93, when I started professionally as a songwriter producer, I was all about working on other artists. And I did that for a few years before I actually did a record. The reason why I did a record as an artist was because I didn't like what I had to go through um, once I produced this song on this particular artist, on this particular label at this particular time, it was what I had to go through. And I said, you know, I want to do my own record just so that from the spur of the idea to the finished product, I'm in control of it. I don't have to deal with any A&R people telling me I need to do this, do this, whatever. And so once I got a taste of it, I made the record. I made the record very, very cheap. Like it didn't really cost much, maybe $60,000. Um, in a time where everybody else was spending five hundred thousand to a million on their records, I did it in a sixty percent. We put the record out. The record sells a million copies. The single sells two million copies. We get uh, four Grammy nominations, win a Grammy. So then I'm like, okay. But it was really when I got in touch with people that bought the record. Um, and once I I had support from people that really wanted to hear what I had to say, then I was like, okay. I got. I really got into being an artist. So then, after that, 
people, other artists that wanted me to, to work with them, a lot of them didn't know that I used to produce for other artists. So over the oh. years, I've just come to love controlling and creating and controlling the content of what I'm coming up with as an artist. So I like that better, you know, than having to deal with other personalities with the exception of great personality. So okay. I'm very, very selective as to who I work with. So I'm not the type of guy that's going to, you know, just going to be out here like just producing anybody that's going to pay me. That's not me. Because I have to think, like, do I really want to do this? Is there real chemistry here? Does this person bring something to the table? You know that, that quote, it's like where it says, um, uh, I know what I bring to the table, so I don't mind if I'm even alone. I'm, I'm exactly. with that. Yeah. yeah. Got it. But I like, but I love, I do love to to collaborate with people that I feel bring something to the table. Man, your yeah. music is is um, the soundtrack to you know a, a lot of our lives, um, and e- even like nobody knows, nobody knows feels like a movie to me. You know, when yeah. I listen to the song, I really I can see you know the story that you're telling. Um, at right. the core of who Tony Rich is, are you are you just a storyteller? Rodney has, well, you know, that is this is one one of the things that I thought when I first got into the business. I assumed that we were all storytellers. Mm-hmm. I really did. That was one of the misconceptions that I, you know, sort of like fooled myself into believing. I thought that everybody was, you know, had the same intent. You know, just going to write these, write these great songs and tell these stories. Because when you look at country music and you look at blues music, uh, those two genres they tell stories. When you when you really really think about it, blues music. Country music is the same thing, just country music is blues music with a cowboy hat and a horse. But <laughs> right. <laughs> they're telling stories. And, you know, it's like as long as I'm inspired and because the world is filled with so much inspiration, I'm going to write songs. And in, the, in those songs, I am telling a bit or a piece of a story because you got to think, it's like as a songwriter, we have four minutes to tell a story. Whereas with a movie, you know, you have like what two and a half hours, three hours right. sometimes. But you know, there's a short. You know, so you have to learn and have to be become really, really great at being concise and getting to the point. At the same time, you know, I like to write indirectly, sometimes direct. You know, sort of inadvertent type messages that I might send. But it's all about saying, okay, what do I want people to think about? as a result of listening to this. You know, I you know, I clearly don't make music to make people move, like in dance. It's all about thought because that's where everything begins. Even the dance starts with the thought. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Tony Rich. Um, the question of the day, Tony, we've been posing to, to people, uh, the, the callers and, and uh, my guests, is what would you tell your younger self? If you had an opportunity to, to chat with the young Tony Rich right before, <laughs> you know, he hooked up with Chloe's mama, <laughs> what would you tell your younger self to help him along the way? It's it's really interesting because I have this really interesting dynamic because I have a 17-year-old son that I talk to him as if I'm talking to myself. Because he's oh, a super nice. creative kid, you know, and I tell him, <laughs> the things that I tell him, I'm talking to this 17-year-old kid like he's 25 years old. Because, you know, I told him, I said, listen, man, if I can just, if I can give you all this knowledge that I have now that and that I didn't have when I was 17, I'm like, yo, by the time you're 21, you're going to be much, much smarter than what, what I was 
at 21. There's a lot of things I wouldn't have done. And like if I'm talking to, let's say if I'm talking to my 21-year-old self, like fresh off into the business, number one, I wouldn't have got married at 21. Hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have come into the music business assuming that people who are nice to me that they're my friends. Wow. Um, I wouldn't have had any expectation for anyone other than myself because I did at some point, and then I had to learn that that's you know you put pressure on people, and when you put pressure on people with expectations, they will always fail you. So you yeah. have to allow them to be. I would be a lot more. Um, then, as a as a twenty one year old, listening to my forty two year old self, you know, it's like it, it's really it's really really interesting when you think about it because it's, we always look back and think like, okay, I would have done this different, I would have done that different, but you don't know until you know, you know, and and I and I think I did I've done pretty good um, with owning my decisions and not necessarily harping on like, well, that was a bad decision. This right. kid actually wants. If I made good decisions and I, and I said, well, you know, I make the best ones I can in, um, with the aim of getting the best results. That was right. the most honest answer I could give. Yeah. You, know? you, you know, you know and, and to be honest, it's kind of a loaded question because yeah. the reality is, is if you had done anything different, you wouldn't be who you are or what you are now. So yeah, you, true. you would have altered your life path, but you know, uh, of course, we all kind of like to, you know, play with the the outcome of, of life, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and you know, I, yeah. I, I constantly, you know, ask myself, like, you know, had I not went to the military, would I be a different guy now, or if I, I had yeah. went another year, or if I had done this, you know, five more minutes, or you know, every yeah. bad relationship start with a hello. <laughs> it does. That's true. <laughs> If I would have just turned my head, <laughs> I wouldn't have saw that big booty that cost me 10 years, you know. So Hey, you know what, Ronnie, listen. Like, for the last eight, nine years, I started relationships with I love you. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Way to go, Tony sure Rich. <laughs> sure do. I start with that, and I say, hey, I challenge you. Listen to what I say. Watch what I do. And at some point, it'll cost and it'll prove to be true. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's a song, Tony Rich. You got, I, I'm starting off with I Love You. We, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> you know, but you, you made a good point. It's like if you change anything that happened in the past, then you wouldn't be where you are. But think about this. This is a beautiful thought. Okay. It's that when you know, no matter what you would have done different, you still would have turned out to be more than okay. Wow. That's just something I firmly believe. I just believe that people that there's a particular type of spirit that you have that you could think of. There's like, like I, I literally believe that you have many roads leading to the same point of destination. Wow. Meaning that if people look at what the destination is, some people might look at it as a particular place or whatever. The way I look at it is if you're going to reach peace and happiness, you can get there a lot of different ways. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to take some roads that might be a little bumpy, but as long as, at the end of the day, you find out who you are because that's really where you're going is in. You know, you ever heard this saying, the only way out is in? Mm, yes, where, because some, sometimes people are so troubled by things. Sometimes that's what it is. I think the ultimate destination for us is to find ourselves through all of the chaos, through all of the desires and the falsehoods or whatever. You're going to find yourself ultimately. Wow. You know, 
Tony Rich, I, I'm I, I I was already a fan. After talking with you, I'm a bigger fan. Um, <laughs> now I'm looking at your social media, Tony Rich. Now, I'm, I, yes. I, Rodney Perry, I got to say this to you. You don't look okay. like you want to be on there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Madeline tells me that all the time. <laughs> Tony Rich, you are the most that. reluctant. I can tell. I'm tell you why. First of all, your Instagram page is locked. <laughs> you got to unlock your page, Tony Rich. People want to talk to you. They want to look at right. your pictures, Tony Rich. Right. Just unlock your page. You got no, yeah, a Facebook. That's, that's... <laughs> Tony Rich, I need you to let the people in. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like you know what? I like I embrace, I embrace social media. It's like I don't have a problem with that. Just like with like with uh, new technology, I don't have a problem with. I've always curved with that. You know, I remember my studio used to be a, a room full of equipment. Now everything sits on small little workstation desk. So I'm with it. And, you know, because the thing about it is, is that I have a social media page of every form of social media that they have. You know, it's just like it's like learning how to to get better at it because some people are really, really good at it. Some are not. Some don't do it at all. You know, I'm one that's, that's, that does it and just getting better at it, you know. Hey, and speak, speaking of social media, you guys can check him out. He's uh, the Tony Rich Project, the website, uh, the Twitter and the IG is the Tony Rich, and the Facebook is the Tony Rich Project. Man, you, you're 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 one of the, the great creative spirits of our time. Um, what's up next, man? Well, what's next is I have a, I have a few projects that I'm working on. Um, a new Tony Rich project record that's coming soon. This is the I always this period of time like November December has always been my like hibernation period. I tend to get a lot of things done this time, um, and so I'm finishing that. I'm mixing that record now in the final mixes of the new Tony Rich project. Then I also have a, um, an instrumental project that I'm producing. It's called the Udisburg Project Gnosis. Um, and then also I have another record of this rock band that I'm working on called Minx Moon. So I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot of music right now. And because I've written so much, I, I write a lot, you know. So I'm just getting everything packaged because I'm now I'm 100% on my own. So I'm just going to my approach is to get as much music into the system as possible, because that's always been the way that I've survived, is just keep creating quality content, you know, and get out there the best I can. So that's what's next. Well, well, you're you're definitely doing that, man. We got a caller on the line that wants to say hi. Uh, where is he? God dang it. Did I lose him, man? Uh, I think I lost him. Okay. Disregard him. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, um... <laughs> Let's do this. Um we got to play Breaking Glass. Okay. Uh, another another amazing song. Tell me about the song and how how it came about. Breaking Glass. I wrote that I was in Burbank, California, and I was actually in a writing session with another artist. She was an unsigned artist. And I think she was being funded by this baseball player. And uh while I'm sitting there, I am like bored out of my mind because it, 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 I just didn't enjoy that process, but I'm sitting there while I'm playing tracks, while I'm letting the, the artist and the other co-writer, which is a friend of mine, while they're sort of like listening to these tracks, I, I was writing. I had headphones on. I'm writing more music for myself. 
And wow. I came up with the music for Breaking Glass, and then I wrote the lyrics the next day as I was flying back to Atlanta. And I started to think about the concept of when you get yourself into situations, and let's just liken it to, let's say, um, you're in a high-rise, and you're standing there, and, and you're thinking, like, okay, you woke up. And you're like, how did I get here? Why am I here? And so then you look at the door, and you think, I could go out that door, but you hear commotion outside the door because that's the way you're assuming that you got in. And then you have a window. And you're like, okay, I'm either going out the door or the window. And so the whole, the whole the symbolism in, in the breaking the glass is, is breaking through the window, not knowing how far up you are, but just having that amount of faith to know that you're going to land safely as opposed to going out the same way you went in. So that's, that's really where it came from. That was the visual that sparked the lyrical content. Wow! Life. Wow! Hey, again, man, one of the one of the more prolific writers of our time, Grammy Award winner, uh, and just a nice guy, man. I love nice people, Tony Rich. You're proof that nice guys win. You know, that's that's yeah. all. I think as I'm a nice person, right? And it, right. I, I'm I'm a reluctant nice person. Like I can remember being a younger <laughs> man and yeah. wanting to be like an asshole. Like I, I used to want to be. <laughs> And I'm like, how, you know, it seemed like they had a cool light to me. And <laughs> and I always thought that nice guys finished last. But as I live longer and start yeah. meeting nice people, and and it has become more apparent to me that not only do nice people not finish last, they they almost never finish. They just keep going, which exactly. is great. Because they, they're not attached to things. Nice people, they, we, we have connections. Not attachments. Attachment is likened to a leech. Connection mm-hmm. is like you plug in. You get energy when you connect. You wow. lose blood when you get when someone attaches themselves to you. And so it's like it's one of those things, man. It's like you're right. It's a lot of nice people. You just gotta be nice, and you will attract them. But you're also gonna attract some fools too, because <laughs> what it is. crazy people like nice people too. Hilarious. You know? Hey, hey, y'all. This is Roddy Perry. You're tuned into Roddy Perry Live. Uh, let's listen to Breaking Glass and um, Tony. Give give the people something profound as we close out. Something profound. I know you got wow. it in there. So I mean, but I got I got so many, you know. But I'll tell you something. This is this is <laughs> this is a really really good one. This one just hit me today. Okay. okay. Because think about I look at music. I look at creativity. I, I look at what we absorb, be it art or whatever, images on TV or whatever. Now, you think about entertainment. What do we do ultimately? We distract people, and then we entertain them, and hopefully they come from that. What we give them is going to help them through whatever they go back, step into. So it's like, look at, think of a syringe. So the whole thing is, it's not a problem that the person's sitting there with a needle in their arm. It's about what's inside of the syringe. That's how I look at it. So what I create, I'm always conscious of, this is with intent, I say. This is going to make people think, or this is going to make people feel like this. I never ask people if they like my music because I don't care if they like it or not. That's not the point. It's all about how does it make you feel. So I think that as people we need to be conscious of what we're absorbing, what we're taking in, because it's like food. That's what's going to come out of us. You're going to express what you eat. So eat carefully. Eat carefully. Eat carefully. Thank you, Tony (laughs) Rich. Well said. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.